I had a pretty interesting upbringing because I, I didn't realize at the time that I was born intersex. I only found out when I was in my 30s. I was actually thinking about this the other day when I when I was going meant to be going through puberty between kind of the started around the age of 13. I used to be quite insomniac as a teenager and I would sit up late at night in my room and I was pretty scared of sleeping mostly because I didn't want to die in the night, you know, <laughs> so I just wouldn't go to sleep. Yeah, I used to have this great big old vacuum cleaner. It was really heavy, weighed a ton, this thing. It had metal trim and everything on it and I used to sit in my room and, and pump iron with that old vacuum cleaner and, and do push-ups and do sit-ups and, and I could never make any muscle. I never got any traction. I never really understood what was happening, you know, and, and different times through my life up into my 30s, I did similar sort of things, went to the gym, didn't understand what was happening, never made any muscle. And when I was 32, I was trying to have children with my first wife and found out that I was born sterile, born intersex, have an extra chromosome and don't make my own testosterone. And suddenly the penny dropped on, on all of this stuff around my masculinity and, and who I was. And they tested my level of, of testosterone at the time and I was measured at three and a half units of testosterone. And the average of units for people my age at 32 was between 12 and a half and actually 32 units. So, so my three and a half were way down on the bottom spectrum. And they put me on testosterone shots immediately. And yeah, within two weeks, I grew bicep muscles. I nearly fell off, nearly fell off a chair in a meeting when I brushed past my arm and went, whoa, there's a muscle there. And yeah, really answered a lot of questions about who I am, where I've come from. And made made a lot of sense of my my life and the things that sort of weren't working for me. So I think my perception of what is masculine um, is quite different from a traditional sense of it. And I've always been very in touch with my feelings and in touch with who I am, able to express myself. And I see masculinity in a in a different sort of way than others. I guess I like to think of it these days more as if you have masculine and you have feminine, I actually think in reality we're more like humine, you know. We have this concept in between which has characteristics of what we consider to be tr traditionally masculine and what we consider to be traditional, traditional feminine. But in, in humine you, you have everything and you're able to access those things and express where you're at. I actually kind of dislike when people talk about, I hear quite a lot, definitely in alternative sort of scenes and people talk about how some women are too too masculine and they're too butch and they're too much like men and they should be more feminine or you hear of guys and uh, guys are saying that guy's a, a wuss or a pussy and you know he's too feminine and, and he's got to grow some balls and all of that well I just think all of that's actually bullshit and, and in actual reality we all have parts of all of these characteristics and, you know, the most masculine, amazing man should be able to also cry and be in touch with his feelings and be nurturing and be soft and gentle, but then stand up and do the work and be protective and, you know, be angry and express those emotions. And that, that should be what we see as, as a holistic man, not this sort of one-sided kind of masculine aggression that we often say is a man and then, and then if you're anything else, you're feminine or you know, less than masculine. The same with women. I mean, why shouldn't women be 
be able to be strong and tough and fit and protective and angry and get the job done and do all those things we consider to be masculine and also be nurturing, you know. So uh, I guess that's where I'm coming from in this space. And when it comes to pleasure, you know, I've never shied away from personal pleasure. I think when I first discovered I could give myself personal pleasure, I've been hooked. <laughs> hooked ever since. And, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's very healthy to have personal expression and outlet for, for personal, personal pleasure and then also know what you want with pleasure when you're with other people. Mm. I think that's, that's healthy. Yeah, beautiful, brother. Thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah, I'm all for pleasure as well. That's totally my jam. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, you, you said you t- started taking testosterone shots, I think you said the age of 32. Was that right? Yes. Yeah. How did your, how did your pleasure or sexual experiences change when you started taking testosterone? Was there much of a difference? Uh, yeah, it was pretty huge, actually. I went into what I refer to as adult puberty or what I call puberty, man puberty. <laughs> I, I realized that my puberty was probably truncated when I was 13 and stopped happening, was interrupted at that time. So then when I was 32 and started actually having testosterone for the first time, I, I went into almost 10 years of puberty, basically, solid eight years of it to the age of 40. Mm-hmm. So that included a growth spurt in the first two years. I grew eight millimeters. I got horrendous muscle pains all over my body, growing pains. I started putting on muscular weight. I started growing tons of hair everywhere across my whole body and face and everything. Started losing all my hair up here. And I think as well, like my genitals changed, my sense of relationship towards sex has changed, and my confidence within myself has changed a lot. So and I think my personal confidence also extends to having a sexual confidence and a confidence as a man. Mm. So, yes, it's one of the most amazing things that's happened to me and I think it's probably saved my life, to be honest. I think that I was on the way to probably being misdiagnosed as chronic fatigue or something like that because people might not have known what was wrong with me if I'd not found out. In the lead-up to actually finding out, around 2005, I started needing little naps to regulate my energy. I would have a nap at about 11 o'clock in the morning. I was self-employed and then I would have a nap for about half an hour. And then by 2009, my half-hour naps had turned into sleeping from 11 till 5 or 6 or 7 in the evening. And then I was so paranoid that I wasn't productive at that time. So I was taking every stimulant I could get my hands on, coffee, Dexies, speed if it was there, energy drinks all day, you know, and all night to try and stay awake and keep working. So I was in this terrible cycle of kind of stimulating but also having no energy and feeling guilty about it. Mm. As soon as I took testosterone, that all went away. I stopped taking all those stimulants. I didn't need it. I stopped needing the naps. I had energy bounding out of my skin. I really felt like I was, you know, on drugs for three months at a time, basically. (laughs) It has since changed my perception and size of my genitals, to be honest. In the past, before my 30s, I always considered myself to have a small dick, basically. And I've had different girlfriends break up with me over that issue. I, in fact, had had a lover once who... Yeah, she, we had been seeing each other for a few months and I remember when she, she broke up with me 
she said, you know, that, that the biggest problem probably for her was that she thought that I, uh, I had a tiny dick and, and I actually said to her at the time, well, maybe you've got a big cunt, you know. <laughs> and, um, she, she was mortified. She was shocked. She couldn't believe I just said this horrible stuff to her, you know. Mm. And at the time, and even now, I remember thinking, well, how's the inequity there that it's okay for you to say I've got a small genital? And that's an okay reason for you not to want to be with me. But when I say to you, like, you know, the, the opposite, the same thing, it's the end of the world, you know. So I found that really interesting at the time. And it's happened a few times in other relationships where the size of my genitalia has been an issue for people. But since taking testosterone, it's actually gotten bigger and I've measured it now because I've been worried about it at times. I think all guys probably go through a bit of that comparing to others to see where you fit and you know i'm in the i'm in the average to above average these days so that's really mm. great mm. but uh i i have tiny testicles i have a condition called uh, hypogonadism which means my testicles never really came down properly they're not very big i think the best way to describe it is neat <laughs> <laughs> but i've since i mean in recent years i've spoken to quite a few lovers about that and women about it and the general consensus has been that the testicles are bloody useless and ugly and get in the way anyway so i feel like i've kind of dodged the testicle bullet there you know in a way. <laughs>